Welcome to this episode of Uplifting News Sleep Aid Daily, where we read you good news to fall asleep to. Today is Monday, May 18th, 2020. Our uplifting stories include Broadway costume designers and staff are making protective gear. New York's hospital staff is surprised with free vacations. And a postal worker left gift cards for 2020 graduates on their route. Now, breathe in. Breathe out. And relax as we dive into these stories. Our first story is from Vogue by Christian Allaire. Broadway costume designers are making PPE for healthcare workers. Broadway has been closed for three months, and this week it was announced that New York City's Broadway theaters will remain closed until at least September 6th in an effort to continue social distancing and curb the spread of coronavirus. Film and TV productions have been put on hiatus as well, and as a result, many costume designers have suddenly found themselves out of work for the summer. But in light of the pandemic, a new collective of hundreds of costumers are repurposing their craft to make personal protective equipment, or PPE, for healthcare workers who are on the front lines battling the virus every day. Over 700 costume designers and sewers have teamed up on the Broadway Relief Project, a new initiative producing PPE such as masks and gowns and delivering them to public hospitals across New York City, many of which have been experiencing shortages of the equipment. The project is spearheaded by Open Jar Studios, one of the largest Broadway rehearsal spaces in New York City. Its president, Jeff Whiting, says the movement evolved out of many designers wanting to do their part. Show people tend to be problem solvers, he said. We're in a live entertainment feel and we're wired to deal with unexpected things. As soon as this pandemic hit, everybody's brain went into that mode and asked, how can we help? The studio got its chance to help at the end of March when Whiting received the call from New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's office asking if the studio would build a community of sewers and designers who could make these masks as well as disposable and reusable gowns. In the first week, they created over 5,000 masks. But the group has since been focusing on gowns where there is more of a need. Through conversations with the New York City Economic Development Corporation, Whiting worked with the state to develop a special contract where the studio is given funding to secure and distribute the materials that designers need to make the PPE at home. The designers then either receive a fee for each batch they produce, or they can choose to donate their fees to the Actors Fund, which offers financial assistance to the performing arts community instead. Two particular costume designers, Robin McGee, the project manager for Broadway Relief Project, and Janet Bloor, worked on the prototype for the gowns, developing a simple pattern that can be made easily at home. These patterns are cut at Duran Cutting Corporation in New Jersey, then sent back to the studio and assembled into kits. The kits are then sent to the designers across boroughs through vans provided by Ernest Windsor Cleaners, a popular dry cleaner used by Broadway costumers. On average, each designer makes 30 gowns a week, which totals to thousands a week. Once a week, 
Their finished gowns are picked up and they are given a new kit. Beverly Law, a costume designer who has worked on such films as The Dead Don't Die and Vox Lux, has discussed the need for PPE with other designers, stylists, makeup artists, and more across the city that want to get involved. The government did not act early enough to secure the PPE, she says. We wanted to step up and lend our sewing skills. Amy Breen, who has done costume design work on productions such as Hamilton, says learning to make the gowns has been a process, but with community support, she has rapidly picked up the skill. Everyone's been really great about posting tutorial videos on how to put them together, she says. There is definitely trial and error. Now, I'm on my fourth bag. Other costume designers have been producing even more than 30 gowns a week, too. We leave it up to them and what their machines can handle, Whiting says. Janet Bloor, who runs the costume shop Eurococo, and is a longtime costume designer who has worked on Mrs. Doubtfire, Moulin Rouge, and Beetlejuice, made a whopping 80 gowns in her first week. Generally, everybody wants to help, but creative people like to create. That's the way their heads go, she says. Many designers are producing PPEs outside of the Broadway Relief Project as well. Anne Brennecke, who has worked on Bad Education and For Life, has been making gowns for Open Jar Studios, but has also been creating masks for anyone who may need them. I put a little mask box in my hallway, and when it's empty, I try to refill it, she says. It's been really humbling to do something that is actually needed. I get the privilege where I can sit in my house every day and choose when to go out, says Breen. These people that are working in hospitals, they don't have that choice. For now, the Open Jar Studios contract with the state runs until the end of June. But Whiting and many others say they will continue to make themselves available all summer long. Next article is from CNN by Ale Elisar, read by special guest Cherise Green. A New York hospital's entire staff was surprised with free vacations in recognition of their efforts to combat coronavirus. Thousands of employees at a hospital in the epicenter of America's fight against the coronavirus are being rewarded for their hard work. More than 4,000 hospital staff, including doctors, physicians' assistants, nurses, and facilities and food service teams at NYC Health and Hospitals Elmhurst, were surprised with a three-night complimentary vacation Hyatt and American Airlines announced Friday. The two companies collaborated to treat the frontline workers with free round-trip flights on American Airlines to Hyatt hotels in select destinations across the U.S. and Caribbean to help them recharge and reconnect with their loved ones once they are able to. We are extremely grateful to Hyatt and American Airlines for this generous gift to our healthcare workers who have been at the epicenter of the COVID-19 pandemic. Israel Rocha, CEO of NYC Health and Hospitals Elmhurst, said in a statement. Our doctors, nurses, and other staff on the front lines of this unprecedented healthcare crisis really appreciate the outpouring of support from two of America's major companies, and we look forward to taking advantage of these well-earned vacations in the near future. 
CEO of NYC Health and Hospitals Elmhurst, a public hospital in Queens, serves about one million people per year in a socioeconomically diverse area. By Saturday afternoon, more than 333,000 people in New York had contracted coronavirus, and more than 26,000 people had died, according to a tally by Johns Hopkins University. Since the moment the pandemic took hold of New York City, Elmhurst staff have been working to overcome the staggering number of coronavirus cases. In response to the pandemic, the 545-bed hospital increased its intensive care unit's capacity by 500%. However, severe shortages in personal protective equipment and ventilators have put healthcare workers at significant risk of contracting the virus. Many have also expressed fear of transferring it to friends and family. Every worker at Elmhurst has seen and experienced challenges many of us cannot imagine. They've given so much of themselves and chose to serve their community with care, compassion, and equity for every patient, Robert Isom, president of American Airlines, said in a news release. When they are able to take a break, we hope the time away will help them and their loved ones recharge and that they feel our deepest appreciation for their sacrifice and heroism. Our last article is from CNN by Julia McDonald Nieto del Rio. New Hampshire postal worker leaves gift cards for 2020 grads on his route. When he saw the 2020 grad signs on their lawns, U.S. Postal Service worker Josh Crowell knew he wanted to lift the spirits of these graduating high school seniors who wouldn't be able to walk across the stage with their classmates because of the coronavirus pandemic. He started leaving $5 Dunkin' Donuts gift cards in some of their mailboxes. $5 isn't much, but it's something so that the kids can get out of the house and go get a donut and a nice coffee, Crowell, 39, told CNN. He also leaves a handwritten note with the gift card, he said, congratulating the 2020 graduate, signing off the note as, Your mailman, Josh. So far, Crowell, who delivers mail on routes near Concord, New Hampshire, has handed out at least 25 gift cards. But he keeps more cards in a lunchbox that he takes with him in case he sees more 2020 graduation signs. New Hampshire announced school closures for the remainder of the school year in mid-April, but the state has not yet announced a decision regarding the plan for schools in the fall of 2021. The state is under a modified stay-at-home order called Stay-at-Home 2.0, which is in effect until May 31st. You are healthier at home. We want you to stay home, New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu said at a recent news conference. On May 11th, Barbers and hair salons in New Hampshire were allowed to reopen with certain social distancing restrictions. Retail shops also opened on May 11th to customers but are limited to 50% occupancy. Restaurants can reopen on May 18th, but only with outdoor seating options. Crowell, however, has continued working throughout the pandemic since he is considered an essential worker as a postal service worker under Sununu's emergency order number 17. Crowell started working for the post office in November of 2019, and his routes usually run through towns including Concord, Bow, and Ludon. He's gotten various notes from seniors responding to his gift cards. 
Many of the notes he received thank him for his kindness and for his continued work as an essential worker during the pandemic, Crowell said. One of the thank you cards that Crowell received reads in part, This year has not been easy for most, but I think being able to make someone's day is important. Thank you for being an essential worker. It means a lot. Crowell has two daughters, so he knows how important it is for seniors to graduate on the stage alongside their classmates, he told CNN. His younger daughter graduated high school in 2018. She had some issues in school learning-wise, so she struggled, Crowell said. To know that she was able to graduate and walk across the stage and get her diploma was very meaningful for her and for me. To know that the students for 2020 are not going to be able to do that is hard and sad. Crowell uses his personal money to buy the gift cards, he said. I'm not very well off myself, but I look at it as, if I put a smile on somebody's face, then I will do it. That's it for tonight. Whoever you are, and wherever you are, Thank you for joining us at Uplifting News Sleep Aid Daily. Visit unsadpodcast.com for more information and links. That's unsadpodcast.com. Stay safe and stay informed. Stay informed.